welcome to Arkham's Kids. Today I will be reviewing just the player cards of In the Clutches of Chaos. It's the fifth pack for the Circle Undone series. So I'm just gonna, I haven't even looked at these yet. I'm just gonna look at the player cards because I hate spoilers and spoilery stuff. But here I am doing a spoiler uh, podcast on these cards, which somebody out there might like to hear. So we're gonna go and do it. All right, first card. Uh, Guardian. MK1 Grenades. Um, costs you four XPs. Uh, three to play. It's got one fighting pip, uh, item, weapon, and ranged. Uses three supplies. So, you get three grenades. If MK1 Grenades has no supplies, discard it. As an action, you can spend one supply. Fight. You get plus two for the attack. If the attack is set successful instead of its standard damage this attack deals two damage to each enemy and each other investigator at your location any additional damage is dealt to the attacked enemy so this one's kind of weird i mean i kind of dig it because there's three of them so it's just not one grenade it's it's a whole bunch of grenades uh so i mean this is good for you know if you're getting overwhelmed with a ton of enemies uh it's not very good situationally you know for one enemy uh, on top of that, too, it also hits the every other investigator, except for the person throwing it. So, it's one of these situational cards that if you you know if you're playing in a in a scenario that hit, it's very very combat heavy, yeah, I can see a purpose for it. Uh, it could be good for you know um, uh, Mark Harrington deck because uh, he loves weapons, but um, it just feels like it's almost like a baby version of uh dynamite blast uh except you can do more of it um and plus uh you get to do two attack but you can just honestly if there's like five enemies out there obviously you're gonna pick the the one with the lowest amount of attack uh, uh to get that uh success so uh it's very situational but but uh it's not too bad I like it. I mean, there'll be a purpose in there for those that are running heavy on weapons. Uh, next card is Agency Backup. Oh, yeah, I did see this one. I think this is one of the ones that was spoiled on FFG's site. So, um, there are three skill icons for Agency Backup. It is a asset. The skill pips is uh, Willpower, Knowledge, and Fighting. Um, you need 5 XP to put this bad boy into play. It is an ally. Or health for sanity. HC backup may be assigned damage and or horror dealt to other investigators at your location. As a react, you can exhaust it and deal one damage, and then you can deal one damage to an enemy at your location, or you can exhaust the HC backup to deal one horror to it, discover one clue at your location. Man, this thing is beef. Beefiness at its finest. Oof. If you're running major cash, and you can pull this off. I mean, I can initially I can just see this thing more so for clues to get away around, you know, with your guardians that uh, have a low investigative uh, uh, skill set. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you can afford the cheddar to bust out this, this thing is awesome. It can take the damage. It can give out damage, but kind of dig out that it can actually just discover clues for taking a whore so that that's potentially four free clues you can pick up if you don't have an, uh, a way to do it i like it 
next one. Well, we're done with uh, the Guardians. So we're, we're going right to... Uh, uh, we're going right... Why is the word escaping me? Uh, going to the, the librarians, the book studiers. Man, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember it. But uh, let's just say we're going to the orange cards. Uh, Ghastly Revelation. It's an event. It costs zero. Uh, two knowledge pips if you're pitching this for skill. Um, it is a spirit subtitled card. Three, discover three clues at your location. Give any number of clues to another investigator. Or place any number of your clues in any location. You are defeated and suffer one mental trauma. This is action does not provoke text or opportunity. Huh. I mean, it's almost kind of like a, 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 uh, a knowledge, uh, uh, clue giver's way of saying, hey, I'm about ready to drop. Here it is on my way out. Here, I'm going to discover three clues, give out another clues to everyone that's near me, and peace out, I'm out. That's what it looks like. Uh, if you know you're going to bite the bullet, you're just going uh, <laughs> to just dump all your clues and just bug out. <laughs> I like the artwork, though, man. It, Either she looks kind of irritated as she just wrote a nasty book uh, and realized the, the, the review came back garbage. She's just pitching it. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, I don't think... I, 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 I know what it's trying to do, but uh, it, it's just like I'm, I'm out of here for rogues just uh, with the splash version of, you know, giving out the clues before she drops or he drops. Uh, I don't think I'd put it initially at the start, but you, you might want to take this uh, if you're definitely taking, you know, a, a lot of smack. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not going to be like, you know, you're going to put this in your deck right in the core at starting the campaign. I just don't see that happening. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely not for solo mode for sure. This is definitely a card for multiplayer, but... Next card is a ooh studious. Uh, it is a permanent uh, asset. Costs you three XP to put it out. So you begin each game with one additional card in your opening hand. Hmm. I don't know if I like this or hate this. I mean, it's good that you can get an additional card. Uh, I'm gonna pay three XP to do it. Uh, yeah, trying more cards. It, it, it yeah. I mean, it, it's good. And the more cards you have, the more more stuff you have to to uh, do out initially. But if you're going through a, a campaign, uh, you, you there's going to be definitely more weaknesses that be occurring up in your deck. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not again. This is I don't think this is like a first mandatory upgrade you're going to need. This could be I think it's a residual splash. If you have some XPs to burn, that you can do this. I mean. Uh, I don't see a, a whole heck of a lot of purpose that they have the one additional card in your opening hand. Uh, other than, obviously, for your hand, you know, just beefing up your hand. Uh, I, I don't think this is, like, a requirement, like, higher knowledge to, to bust this out at the gate. But, uh, but honestly, you know, if you're playing with a taboo list for higher knowledge, this could be a, another a way of actually, you know, getting additional cards to your hand. So, again, this is one of these going to be situational cards. Uh, that you may play uh, if you have some XP's to burn. Uh, we're going to Rogues now. Uh, this is a two-cost event. Uh, two skill pips we're fighting. Uh, small favor. 
favor. Service is the uh, subtitles. Uh, deal one damage to a non-elite enemy at your location. As a react, you can play small favor and increase its cost by two, making it four. And you can deal uh, change the deal one damage to two damage. Or if you actually have six, um, you can increase the cost. Uh, yeah, by two. Yeah, it would increase it by six. Change at your location to a location up to two connections away. Um, uh, I think of Preston right off the rep with all the cash flow that he can do uh, to do this one. This immediately feels like a Preston card to me and then do a lot of damage. Now, by the way, you can do either or. So if you want to do one damage up to two connections away, it will cost you four and vice versa. If you just want to go out and deal two damage to a not, well, you got to make sure this is also a non-elite enemy. So it's not going to hit like your heavy hitters. Uh, your big beefy guys. So uh, this is just only gonna take out your your uh, the non elites. So, but immediately think of Preston and man, this artwork, man. And you got some poor dude just in an alley, just riddled. <laughs> He's just tore up. Yeah, Preston. Immediately think of Preston. I have to see how building a Preston deck and see how that goes. Speaking of which, another rogue here. Another day, another dollar. It's a permanent. Cost you three. Uh, you begin each game with two additional resources. Never lose sight of what really important. All right, so probably not Preston, but uh, you need some cash flow, man. Right off the rip, this is... M actually, this is actually what help you out. Immediately comes to mind was uh, uh, the debt... Uh, weakness card where you reduce by two so i think this is just a counter mode uh, that gets yourself back up if you know you have that in play so it's a good fix uh, uh not for preston but i i definitely can see its uses for other things and on top of that too starting with seven resources man you can bust out you know for those that have the splash with guardian you can bust out them tommy guns and uh the the chicago typewriter the uh uh, the other new one that just came out. So, but yeah, you can pay for those high cost uh, equipment right off the rip and just load up. Yeah, I out of the permanent so far, I think this one has uh, definitely some use to it that I can see people going out for it just to to get the additional resources. We're moving on to Mystic Diana Esperus. She is a four cost asset. Costs her three XPs to put in your deck. Skill pips are, are willpower. Uh, she is an ally, which, uh, three health, one sanity, uses three secrets. As a react, attach a non-weakness spell event from your hand to Diana Esperus. Limit one event attached to her. The attached event may be played as if it were in your hand. It is not placed in your discard pile ever is played. Has an additional cost to play the attached assets, exhaust it, and spend a secret. So it's like one like using blinding lights or something like that. So instead, it's the one and done spells that you you can actually uh, use over and over, up to hell, hell four four more times, three secrets, and then finally the discard. So yeah, um, it's a good answer because I do love the spells that were just a one off that didn't have the charges. But after that, it's just a one and done. Or if you find out, you, you can actually dig it out and, and bring it back to your hand. I mean, there's a couple of other spots to it. Her cost is high, though, to do this, to pull this off, though. Because you're playing a four-cost ally to do it. 
Uh, uh, but hey, there is an answer for those one-off spells, uh, the the one and dones. So yeah, I like it. Uh, it's just the cost is very very high for the four to get what you you're you're getting at. So yeah, uh, I like it. I don't know if there's a main for it. I'm not really big on the Mystic Wheelhouse, but yeah, I like it. Definitely like it for sure. Uh, good answer for those uh, those one spell uh, cost events and done. Next card is a oh, 5 XP card event. Uh, zero to put out. It's got a wild pip for the skill if you pitch it out. Deny Existence. Spell Paradox. Uh, it's an icon action to play. It's fast. Play when an encounter card or enemy attack would cause you to do one of the following. Choose one. Discard cards from your hand, lose resources, lose actions, take damage, or take horror. Ignore the aspect of that effect, and then perform the opposite of the effect. Wow, that card is ridiculous. So if it tells you discard four cards, yeah, draw four cards. If it tells you to lose three resources, gain three resources. If it tells you to lose all your actions that turn, so if you like have to lose the rest of your actions, like say for instance, two actions, gain two additional actions. This card is crazy good. This card is awesome. Uh, hence why it costs you 5 XPs to get it. Man, this... Anything that counter... Uh, now, counter card or an enemy attack that causes you to do something weird or funky, it's awesome in my book. Cost of it is high. It's 5 XPs. But man, first impressions, I'm totally digging this card. Yeah, and just to have this, you know... Um, with the deny existence and uh, the water protections and stuff like that, anything that can actually give you a subtle hint of messing with the encounter card is a win. So yeah, I, I can see some play on this one. It costs as high, costs you five, but you can get two of them, ten XPs. Uh, I it's worth it if you're spell slinging. I mean, it's really worth it. So yeah, deny existence. I dig it. All right, we're coming towards the final end here. We're at the um, Survivors. First one is Trial by Fire, uh, subtitled Spirit. It is a three-cost event, no XPs, one wild pip for the skills. Uh, it's fast. Play only during your turn. Choose one of your skills, and to the end of your turn, that base set skill of that base value of that skill is five. Immediately, I think Calvin. Calvin needs that so bad, especially early game, that uh, that if they need that that big boost uh, to help them out, like investigating or fighting, if they're getting bum rushed, it's not a bad card. Three is a little bit high on the cost scale, in my mind, uh, but uh, but you crank any skill value up to five for the end of the turn. Uh, it's not too shabby. So. Um, but yeah, I think Calvin immediately with this card. Uh, you can get past the three on this. Uh, it might be well worthwhile for your deck. Next card is Bait and Switch. Three XPs to put this card in your deck. And man, the thing that's crawling up behind this lounge chair. Uh, it's a pretty sweet looking artwork. I like it. Alright, anyways. Uh, there are three skill pips on it. One knowledge, two evade. Uh, is a tactic card. It's uh, choose one, either evade, and if you succeed and the enemy is not an elite, evade the enemy and move it to a connecting location. Or the other one is an evade, and you can use it on a non-lead enemy 
at a connecting location. If you succeed, evade that enemy and switch locations with it. Uh, it's a it's a survivor's way of actually not only evading the monster but uh, pushing it away. Uh, and for the cost, uh, one it's not too bad, and I like it. This is a good toolbox kind of card. It's got the either or. Uh, again, the only glare is it's not elite. So it's not going to handle uh, the bigger buffer enemies that you're going to be playing in certain scenarios. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I also do, considering it's a survivor card, I like the three skill pips. It's definitely a very good toolbox card. Last one, and this is a neutral card. I haven't seen very many of these, at least for this campaign. But here's one here. Anna Caslow. She's an ally. 1-1 one, one ally. Oh, she's all about the Tarot's uh, ally, Clairvoyant. Um, she has a one wild skill pip, if you're pitching it. You have two additional Tarot slots. When the game begins, if Anna Coslo is in your opening hand, put her into play. After Anna Coslo enters the play, search your deck for a Tarot asset and put it into play. If you're dealing with Tarot cards, this is a good way of actually getting it out. Um, and on top of that, you can get more because you're only hit, you're only limited to one tarot slot in, in a game. So if you're thinking about putting out more tarots, she is your answer because she can do it twofold. One, if you get her in your opening hand, put her out for free. And when she comes out into play for free, you can search the tarot asset and put it into play. And that's not including any of the asset tarot assets you may have drawn in your opening hand. So... Uh, you can play that at the beginning, and you can search for another tarot that's in your uh, that's in your deck. So you can start with two easily uh, if you're doing that build. Uh, she does cost four XPs to do this though. So on top of that too, she is very brittle with the one and one. But now uh, her primary focus really is she's digging out. She is digging for for tarots. So opening hand amazing opening hand would be awesome for her i mean if you can pull it awesome that's what you're going to be doing you can take that mulligan dig for her if you can so yeah if you're doing the tarot build uh yes anna is very very good for this i don't like the artwork on this though man she's got like a very vanilla face pushing these tarot cards but yeah i mean if you're doing a tarot build i highly recommend this one for sure well, that was it for the player cards. Uh, I can't wait to deal with in the clutches of chaos. I really haven't done anything yet with the uh, Circle Undone campaign because I I'm typically the one that waits until the whole cycle comes out. Then I'm going to do a blind run. The only thing I really did tease on because I was so excited was I, I was really pumped up on the prologue, you know, where you had a, a quest before the quest actually happening. So, um yeah, I'm really looking forward. So we're, we're we're coming towards the end here. So I am gonna do I am gonna do a blind run through with an investigator. See how far I can get with the uh, uh, circle undone. So so hopefully by next month when the, the last pack reveals. I don't even know why I do this because honestly the the way the things go with the the circle undone uh, or with any scenario really. I mean you have certain scenarios that can end like four packs in very quickly because you just did not meet the objective i'm um, looking at the the insane asylum at dunwich that the notorious for that but usually you, you can you, you can tap out on an investigator by you know the, the second to last or last pack so 
I honestly should just do a blind run through because I, chances are I'm probably not going to make it very, very far. But I'm one of those types that got to wait for until everything happens for it because you never know. I might, you know, I might have hit that home run shot where <laughs> I do a blind run through and finish it and get everything I possibly need and complete the campaign. Not going to happen, but uh, I'm just one of those that, that, that does the wait and see. All right. So that is my review for Clutches of Chaos. There is lots of good toolboxy cards, a good couple permanents, and uh, the home run hit with uh, Deny Existence, my first impression on it. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, you can contact Tim at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. Uh, I'm still working on Joe Diamond. Uh, don't worry, I'm coming back to that one very shortly for the Return of Dunwich cycle. He finally arrives at Dunwich. Catch that one out, and it'll be out very, very shortly, because I'm, I'm right now in the process of playing that one through. Until then, I'll holler at you guys and gals later. Later!